Greetings! Welcome to Film Gazers, the Minisodes. I'm Steph. All right, guys, we are on the Deathly Hallows, part one of Harry Potter, and you know what that means. We basically just have this and one more Minisode left, and that will conclude the Eight Nights of Harry Potter. So I'm going to go ahead and take it away with the you googled summary for the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Without the guidance and protection of their professors, Harry, Ron, and Hermione begin a mission to destroy the Horcruxes, the sources of Voldemort's immortality. Though they must rely on one another more than ever, dark forces threaten to tear them apart. Voldemort's Death Eaters have seized control of the Ministry of Magic and Hogwarts, and they are searching for Harry, even as he and his friends prepare for the ultimate showdown. All right, straight away, I will say it. This is my least favorite out of all of the films. I do not like this one much at all. The whole entirety of the book, Deathly Hallows, um, was good. I remember I did like it. Uh, it is even long enough to where, yes, this needed to be two separate films. However, <laughs> they focus and put the entirety of... What could have been something still really exciting um, and kind of maybe even anxiety in inducing, you know, like maybe get more of that thriller kind of feeling like they could have done that with this part of the story. And instead we got what we got, which to me was overall just an underwhelming and lackluster kickoff to the final conclusion. Just wanted to say that straight up because I hate this movie. Um, this will probably be the shortest of even my many-sodes because I don't even feel like there is, like, enough to talk about to even fill up a whopping, like, you know, more than t 10 minutes uh, about it. So with that, I'll just, like, get into it. I don't really have uh, even very many favorite scenes um, besides... Really Dobby, um, again, but that was at the very, very end of it. Um, I didn't even like the scene of Hermione and Harry dancing, which I feel like should be one of the, like, standout, like, scenes of the film. Um, but even that, it was just, like, depressing, and you're like, mm, okay. Like, I feel as... I feel as good as they look in this movie and everyone looks really sallow, you know, and unhappy. And that's how I feel when I watch this one. Um, you get very like Lord of the Rings vibes as well. Um, like we're out of Hogwarts and all of a sudden we're on the way to Morador. Like that's, that's exactly how it sounds. Um, I do remember in the books, I believe there was so much more emphasis on, um, Oh, goodness, I don't even remember his name now. Um, but the other werewolf guy, um, I don't even know if they tell you his name in the movies. I think that's why I'm drawing a blank. But part of the crew with Bellatrix and everything. Um, now, granted, they do show her at least a little more. But again, all these little like kind of side Death Eater people 
um, do have some importance to the, the plot, you know, and everything that's going on. Um, I don't think it would have hurt to have included more of those scenes and given us less of the, the woods. There were so many scenes of just them in the woods. Uh, and it's not even like good fun camping, you know? Um, so that's where I feel like they just really lost kind of like the, the desperation of them looking for the Horcruxes. Um, I don't feel like they captured that enough. Again, everything just feels blah and not even in a foreboding way. Uh, so for more of my gripes, I'll go into, uh, again, Ron is just the worst. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Now, granted this again, this was like the Lord of the Rings vibes where he's been wearing it, you know, so it's been like schmeagling him (laughs) or, or I guess Gollum, Gollumming his schmeagel. (laughs) Um, so so yeah, we get yet again though another installment of how can Ron be a fucking dick and treat Hermione like shit. Um, so again, that makes Hermione kind of the MVP of this film, other than Dobby. For that reason, I guess that could include some of my favorite aspects of this particular film. Is definitely Hermione's bag. Uh, super cool. Again, that she she went the distance of um, basically obliterating the memory of her from her parents completely because she knows shit is going down. Um, she just pretty much is like a ride or die right now with Harry and proves it every step of the way while Ron doesn't. And even like Dumbledore knew that Ron was going to bitch out basically Um, but again, that gets to where Dumbledore as well. Um, he's just kind of a cryptic asshole. Like this is the matter of essentially like wizard kinds, safety and security and, and what's going to happen. And you're going to like leave cryptic like messages to teenagers. You would just think that they would have gathered a little more, (laughs) A little more instruction for the the children they're essentially having do these jobs. Another, of course, is Dobby when he shows up to, of course, save and help Harry Potter. Um, and Bellatrix is like super pissed. Like, you know, what the fuck is a house elf? How dare you? Whatever. And Dobby just holds his own, though. And he's like, I'm a free elf. Dobby does what he wants. And, um saves everyone so of course Dobby and then his death scene I will admit I still fucking ball like a baby every time Dobby dies I will always shed a tear for Dobby I will give it another cool scene um but again this was with Voldemort and Snape and their crew um when basically he's about to kill the muggle studies teacher like that I wanted more of that in this one because that gave you that sense of like dread and oh shit, you know, like this is really fucked up. Um, And I get too that these were, you know, again, they're kind of, they are children's movies, but this is the more serious part. This is where, you know, you are going to have older teens um, should be watching this installment of the series. So I feel like they could have just really shown that more um, and had that kind of buildup of, of, 
anticipation, you know, of that fear. Um, that's where I think this movie should have went. I think that's what they were possibly trying to do. But again, it came out too drab for me. Uh, case in point, I had literally fell asleep. Like, I was two-thirds the way through of it, and I just passed out on my couch trying to... I just I couldn't keep interest anymore. Um, and when I picked it back up the next day to finish it, and I, I really wasn't that far um, from the end, but that was when it finally, though, it took that long to get to just something semi-exciting. So, yeah, due, due to those reasons, uh, I, I'm going to kind of leave it at that. Because, of course, we still have a whole nother part two. So, um, naturally, the part of this is not going to be tied up with a particular ending other than Dobby's death and them really knowing that they have to move forward. But uh, I feel like this was just a bunch of hairy dicking around. <laughs> and, and, and they made sure to make it as boring as possible. Uh, so, with that... Uh, my last little takeaways, Polyjuice is kind of fucked up when you really, really think about it in the beginning with them all turning into Harry, like how awkward would that be for you and everyone else? Also, Ron is wearing a sweater vest throughout some of it, and it is also the worst. Luna Lovegood's dad, I like that he at least gives them the lesson, um, but of course, you know, he has his reasons of why he kind of turned them in. Um, poor Luna. But we at least know by the end of it that Luna is okay. So that was also a positive. And I also, the last thing was the Minister of Magic. Um, they show that obviously had replaced Fudge later. Um, I only see him as the character that he was in love actually. Um, singing a Christmas song. Um, which might be appropriate around this time of year. So sadly, this underwhelming film is completed. And that was my rather rough two cents uh, regarding what I think is a train wreck of a film that I loathe entirely. <laughs> but I do hope you uh, join me for the very last mini-sode for the Eight Nights of Harry Potter, which will be Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, which I do remember being at least more exciting than this one. So as always, you can find us at Film Gazers on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. On Twitter is where you're going to find the link to the Discord. I did just make the threads. Um, haven't posted anything yet, but we'll get there. Uh, remember in January, we are going to begin our theme of aliens. We still waiting because they never showed up last year. And that will consist of aliens, plural, and Predator 2. And we will be kicking that off, um, I believe it was January 9th. Uh, we are going to kind of switch up our Tuesdays coming into the new year. We want to give ourselves just the tiniest little break. So, yeah, we'll get back on a every other Tuesday schedule beginning January 9th. So with that, time to hit the dusty trail. Later, taters. <laughs>